Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, February 1st edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Uh, today we've got a lot of news on Aquaman and some other things going on. Uh, Zach's a little under the weather, so I'm going to have to handle most of the work here. Um, <laughs> but he's he's soldiering on. Uh, first up... We have we got two different pieces of news yesterday from the Hollywood Reporter about the Aquaman movie, and it looks like Black Manta and Queen Atlanta are close to being cast. Um, first came news that Yahya Abdul Mateen II has is in final negoci- negotiations for the role of Black Manta. Obviously, not a nice guy, and Nicole Kidman as Queen Atlanta, who's Aquaman's mother. Um, it's important to note that these are they're just in talks, but they're they're not officially signed yet, but uh chances are pretty good that these will be the actors for the roles and um uh obviously not totally official yet. For instance, Nicole Kidman was up for a role in, in Wonder Woman and it was being reported uh as fact, but it fell through. Um but yeah, Abdul Mateen the second is known a relative newcomer, but he's known for the get down the Netflix TV series. And he's going to be in Baywatch this year. And Cole Kidman is, well, you probably heard of her before. Um, yeah. Most notably as Dr. Chase Meridian. Of course. (laughs) Uh, this, I mean, this news makes me feel better. We obviously had a little bit of a down day yesterday and there was like a throwaway line in the Mark Hughes article about, if James Wan steps away from Aquaman. Um, but I think he was just saying that obviously just <clears throat> as a hypothetical, uh, but this makes me feel a lot better about Aquaman and reminds me of the cool stuff that is happening with uh, the DC movies. Yeah, definitely a good news day uh, compared to yesterday where we had to talk about some less than pleasant stuff. Uh, this is encouraging. And I think a lot of people are excited for what's going on with Aquaman. Um, and I don't know much about Abdul Mateen. I haven't seen him in anything yet. Uh, physically, he looks the part. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a big, he's a big six three guy. I'm sure, I'm sure he might even bulk up a little bit before the movie starts filming. But he he's got the look of that you would want in Black Manta. And you know, it's important physically for him to be a pretty big guy because Jason Momoa is what six <laughs> five, and yeah, and so I think he can do a good job of matching up with him physically. And then Kidman, of course, you know, it's kind of traditional in DC movies to cast uh, a lesser known actor in sort of in the main role. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Jason Momoa is not well known, but, you know, him and outside of Ben Affleck as Batman, they hire um, sort of lesser known main actors to play the superheroes and then surround them with sort of A-list actors. And Nicole, Nicole Kidman obviously fits into that. Um, so I think this is really smart casting. It's nice to see that Aquaman starting to take shape. And in one of the articles, they talked about how it's ready, getting ready for an, an April production start. So we're really only a couple months away from actual filming on Aquaman, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's very exciting. Okay, and then and t- more talk on the Batman. Um, lost in all the news of Ben Affleck no longer directing was... Uh, the deadline article on it, which sort of th- has a throwaway line 
that Chris Terrio recently turned in a rewrite or just turned in a rewrite of the Batman. Yeah, that's that's pretty major and something that kind of got overlooked, like you said. <laughs> yeah, and that's all they say about it. So that's all we know. This isn't like shocking news. Um, if Ben Affleck was going to bring in someone, it makes sense for it to be Chris Terrio, someone he's worked with a lot, you know, on Argo. Obviously, Batman v Superman in Justice League. So he's familiar with him, worked with him before. Obviously, a talented Oscar-winning screenwriter. Um, so, yeah, what we don't know is we talked a little bit about how the Mark Hughes article said, you know, the Batman's having script problems. I don't know if this, the rewrite was turned in after that or before that is the only question. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, but again, like even with this, I, I think I talked yesterday that Ben Affleck not being the director doesn't necessarily worry me that much about the movie. If anything, it's just Ben Affleck has said over and over again, he wants to get the right Batman movie. He doesn't He doesn't want to do it if it's not going to be good. And so if that means him stepping away and only being the act, uh, being the, the actor, that's okay. Right. He, you know, we talked a little bit, but he wrote, directed, and starred in Live By Night. Just got done with that. Um, obviously not the reception he wanted, but even before that, he probably realized how difficult it is to do all of those things. And now he would have to do something double or triple the budget. So it makes sense for him to ask for help if he, you know, if he's having troubles with the script, maybe have an Oscar winning screenwriter take a glance at it, uh, and maybe bring in a new director. So, um, alone these things can be considered good news if if terio did a good rewrite of the script and it, and they're ready to go uh this could be very encouraging news but um so i'm curious to see if the if this is the actual script and they're ready to go and now they're just looking for a director who's shares their vision then we could hear news on this moving forward soon um but i guess it's it's really just wait and see until we know how things are going with this project right uh, a few rapid fire things in the in other DC movie news. Um, the Lego Batman movie is tracking for an opening weekend of over fifty million domestically, according to Deadline. Um, and, and it's got t- a tough competition with Fifty Shades Darker and John Wick Chapter Two, which uh, the first Fifty Shades movie opened had a, a heck of a box office run, uh, if nothing else. Um, so this is. Uh, the Lego movie opened up with, I think, 69 million domestically, mm-hmm. um, but it was tracking for less than 50, I think. So obviously we'll see where this comes in. It's got a little bit of competition, but not necessarily the same target audience. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> we'll see how this comes out, but it looks like there's pretty good buzz for this movie. And I'm getting more excited now that we're actually close to getting it. Yeah, me too. Uh, and on Twitter, Joe Manganiello confirmed that the death 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 stroke footage that Ben Affleck released was confirmed to be test footage. Uh, I think we would assume that's test footage for the Batman, although I guess it could be for Justice League. Um, but I don't think this tells us anything other than he could still be in Justice League. He could not be. But right, uh, I was. A, just I never s- never thought it wasn't test footage, but right, uh, me either. So I, I guess it's just good to get that confirmation. And Warner Brothers did not buy any Super Bowl ad time. That's been pretty common, really, for the last decade, kind of mm-hmm. how they've done things. Uh, this is according to Deadline. And 
Uh, so we're probably not going to see like a Justice League trailer or anything like that. I don't think anybody was expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still could see something with promotional partners. If you remember the Turkish Airlines ads from last year, <laughs> fly to Gotham, fly yeah. to Metropolis, uh, which is a cool promotion. Uh, haven't heard anything about that yet, but just wanted to keep you updated. And our last thing today, Terry Hatcher is joining season two of Supergirl, according to TV line. Um, we don't know anything else other than it's going to be for multiple episodes and she's going to be the season's big bad. Yeah. So I think this is just cool to see her back in the Superman world. Uh, you and I are both fans of Smallville, but I think one of the things that I didn't like, they got Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher back, mm-hmm. but they were for single episodes. So I'm glad we're getting a multi-episode arc. Um, I'm very curious to see how she fits in as the season's big bad, if she's connected to Cadmus or the White Martians or the Dominators or something else uh, where she fits in. If I had to guess, it would probably be Cadmus, but I'm just excited to see her back in the DC TV world. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.